Welcome to the Rooted Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Timothy. Join us as we deepen our biblical roots by having real conversations about real faith. Alrighty, well welcome back to um, another episode of Rooted. We are um, continuing our series on spiritual disciplines. Um, We're going to talk today um, about prayer with our good friend Ryan here. Hello. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? <laughs> to all of our viewers, uh, if you remember Derek from the last episode, mm-hmm. this is Derek's brother. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you actually were mentioned in the last episode. So. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, you made a, a guest appearance. Oh, man. Didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. By way of word, <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> physical appearance. I was here in spirit. Right. So. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> um, so usually um, we would just ask um, our guests to tell our listeners a little bit about themselves so just a name uh, what you're kind of what you're doing in what life I'm doing. You, know, <laughs> you had to ask me this question now um, yeah so my name is Ryan Seaman um, I am in school still I'm in my last year um, of my undergraduate I'm working on a bachelor's of applied psychology with an emphasis in biblical studies and it's taken a long long time to get here um, I have a wife, Jessica, and then we've got three kids, and so we stay pretty busy doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm self-employed right now, so it's a lot of uh, navigating. That's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. That's yeah. what I spend my time doing right yeah. now. All right, yeah, <laughs> school and school and family mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, all right. Well, <clears throat> I guess we can start with our uh, our would you rather for this. We do this every episode. Every episode. So it's well, very important very, yes. that we keep it up. Yes, yes. I'm so ready. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think what we're going to go with is, would you rather be stuck on an island alone or with someone who talks incessantly? Alone. alone. <laughs> <laughs> In a heartbeat. Wow. Um. Okay, so no discussion. Moving on. <laughs> that might be the fastest would you rather we've ever had. Wait, so you agree? So what about no, your answer? No, I would say someone who talks. Because um, I have been around people who don't talk to people very much. And like the Wilson situation in uh, Castaway, like that's no joke. That's how. <laughs> I think that that's how <laughs> what would happen. <laughs> so if you ever have hopes of being rescued, you would not want to be. You know, honestly, like, I feel like your chances of survival are better if you have someone else mm-hmm. with you. So, like, logically, I think I would choose to have another person, but gosh. Just your knee-jerk reaction. I might like, kill them and eat them. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Well, okay. Your chances of survival are better if you have a person there to eat. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even think. I was not even going that direction. You know what? I think the talking incessantly, it still wouldn't be worth it. I don't know. I think I'd still have trouble with that. Yeah. So just chill on the island by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather not survive, but not have to deal with that. You'd rather not survive the crash at all? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do I have to be a survivor in this scenario? <laughs> it's no fair. Can yeah. I just be Wilson? There you go. I'll be Wilson. There you go. There you go. Hashtag, Hashtag be Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, um, so y'all would choose alone 
even though your chances of survival are no, I would, I would, I would be with somebody. Okay. No, I'd, I'd still be alone. You'd still be alone. Yeah, I'm sticking to that one. Okay, okay. I think if you just learned how to like climb trees, you could get away from that person, and then mm -hmm. you would. But they still could still talk. You'd still hear them. Maybe. <laughs> you could, then you could throw coconuts at them. <laughs> Not the <one>. yeah. <laughs> just for some drink. silence for a little bit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, <clears throat> now I lost my segue. I was going to use that question to awkwardly segue into our discussion prayer? about prayer, oh. but I don't know if you... Was I supposed to answer it differently? No, no. Well, no, I think you I think can. the segue was you're alone on an island. You're alone on an island. But so, you're not alone. But you're not alone. Hey. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> Good segue. Good segue. Yeah, okay. We're good at segues. We, we're uh, this is our sixth episode, so we're getting pretty pretty good at pretty them. Yeah. Nice, as you can yeah. tell. That's all we talk about them for two minutes. That's why the runtime so long. <laughs> all right, but yeah, so um, <clears throat> we can. I guess if we would just want to start talking um, about um, yeah, I don't know what were what were some of some thoughts that you. Uh, had when we first asked you to talk about prayer as a spiritual discipline. I thought, man, I should really pray about that. <laughs> um, I was I was excited. I, I think um, in recent years, prayer um, prayer has really become something that has become more and more important to me. Um, now, I, I don't know anybody that would say that they feel like they pray as as much as they should or mm -hmm. as much as they could, but um, I've definitely I hit a certain point within the last couple of years that I started recognizing it as more important and um, actually started doing it more often. I have to admit I was um, guilty for sure and and still still am from time to time, but guilty for sure before of, of telling people you know oh well I'll, I'll have to pray about yeah. that and and just never doing that, mm -hmm. um, not really having much of a prayer life at all. But um, once I actually started being a little more diligent with that and you know the fruit was evident in my life I was seeing the ways that God was actually responding and also the ways that he was changing me mm. through that so um, so I'm excited to talk about it a little bit I um, I enjoy kind of digging into the topic of prayer yeah. you were the first person that came to mind just because I know y'all have had some pretty big kind of life decisions you know in the last mm. couple of years and so that was um, and it, that's not to say like Worse you to talk about it, but that was just you know. Um, I felt like you you know probably had some probably had some thoughts um, about. You've about probably prayer, done been so. praying a good bit here lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, and to be honest, I was just having a conversation with somebody earlier, and I was telling them I feel like this year in particular, and this year has been a, a it's been a crazy year for everybody. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, 2020. You you just say that out loud, and people go, oh yeah. <laughs> 2020. Um, but for me in particular, it's 2020 has involved more what I would consider to be moral decisions mm. um, than probably any other year of my life up to this point. I, I feel like I've just had one thing after another after another where I've been confronted with these questions of what do I actually believe? What is God actually leading me to do? What does scripture actually say? Mm -hmm. And so I'm having to take my time and actually pray about these things and actually discern what it is that the Holy Spirit would lead me to do. Um, so no, you're right. I just, you know, more recently, especially this last year, I feel like that's almost been the theme. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have any, um, any questions anywhere you were thinking to start 
Well, I think one of the big things, because uh, anytime I think about, well, this isn't the first thing that pops in my head when I think of prayer, mm-hmm. but uh, it's like when you say you're going to pray for somebody or, you know, you're, there's something like specific that you're praying for for a long time and it's like never really being answered. I just like, yeah, that, that was kind of something I wanted to discuss today was just kind of like, why is it that it feels so often that our prayers don't get answered mm. or what, like, what, like, at least for me anyway, it seems to me that I get less prayers answered than I do more, more get answered. Mm. You know what? I can't English that great, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what can we do now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, I feel like I pray, but it's like more often than not, they don't get answered or the answer is just straight up no or mm-hmm. like you're just not going to know that ever interesting and like do you do you guys feel that way too or is that just um, me i i think that um maybe at first um i would say like in the because you know a few years ago i would say i began to um i guess be like thoughtful about prayer more mm-hmm. and that's not to say that i never like go through periods of like you know, oh, I should actually pray about this instead of, you know, um, whatever. But I think that um, at first I would think maybe like, oh, I, you know, God isn't answering me. But it's like, oh, you prayed about that for 10 minutes, you know, uh, right. one day. <laughs> and so, no, you're not going to have like, you're not going to like get a, a note in the mail like, hey, you know, <laughs> go here. Your request <laughs> you know? is being processed. Right, right. <laughs> you know, wait two, wait two business days and, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But um I would say as time has gone on, there are things that um, even at that, like, I don't know, four years ago, probably, I would have started praying for then um, and, like, like fervently praying. You know what I mean? Just consistent, mm-hmm. all these things. Um, and, you know, to go through periods of, like, I feel like this isn't going to be answered. I feel like maybe this won't be answered for years. And then <clears throat> more recently have seen kind of an answer to that. Um and not that there wasn't an answer before. It was just like a wait, you know, um, right. or like a not right now. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I think um, I think it just depends on what it is. I think it um, you go through you can go through periods of, and maybe if, maybe if you feel like you're always being told no, you know, maybe well, praying for the wrong thing. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Well, there's or not I the think, wrong thing. I don't well, like I that. think I think it's it's possible. I you know. Because, you know, there's, and I wish I could think of it right off the top of my head, but in Scripture where, um, you know, it says to to pray for things and that, um, you know, if you're praying and you're asking in faith, that God will, will of course, give you what you're asking for. But if not, then you need to consider whether or not you're, you're really praying in the way that the Spirit would have you pray, if you're praying in accordance with God's will. And um, I know, you know, again, talking about some of those decisions over this last year, one of the big decisions for me um, it took like it was like a six-month process of mm-hmm. consideration over something, and um, I remember especially towards the end I was just getting desperate, and I remember asking God, you know, why? Uh, just just tell me something, you know, why why do I not know something yeah. by now? It's kind of a yes or no thing, and um, I feel like the response that I kept getting back was, you know, you're not done praying. You're not done seeking. You're not done, you know, keep keep digging into Scripture. Keep diving into prayer because that's the purpose. 
And the whole decision, it was funny because it was, it was sort of a decision to, uh, you know, should I move completely away from what I'm doing right now? Should I go do something different? Am I being led that way? And called to do that and the answer ultimately ended up being no mm -hmm. and so by the end of it it felt like it was just this big like half a year long roller coaster that resulted in nothing substantial mm -hmm. but things had changed um, things had changed for me just the entire process for me was a changing time it resulted in me asking a lot of questions and spending a lot of time in prayer um, that I wouldn't have otherwise mm -hmm. I think it added a fervency to my prayer. So no, there are definitely times that I feel like I've gotten, um, you know, I, I didn't get that letter in the mail. <laughs> you know, like, God has heard your prayer right. and he'll respond to you in six weeks. You know, um, I definitely had those times where I've, I've wondered and kind of just waited. Mm -hmm. And um, I think sometimes there was, there was a lot of purpose in that. Mm -hmm. I think keeping in mind that God's ways are, are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. I think maintaining that perspective helps when you're praying. Um, and especially when you're considering something big and you're, you're waiting on an answer mm -hmm. and you don't feel like you're getting it. Yeah, I didn't mean to say you were praying a lot of things. That wasn't where. No, <laughs> no, it's good. But Timothy, that's <laughs> totally possible. No. You just really need to consider that. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, I just mean like, <clears throat> I do think that God shifts, you know, and maybe that's the thing. That was, Brian said it a lot, a lot better and probably, anyway, whatever. But <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, but to, that, that that could be the, a process too, you know, to say like <clears throat> maybe the, I mean, God already knows if the answer will be no, but the, the asking, you know, and the, I guess like just faithfully coming back to ask again, you know, um, can, can change you um, and change your perspective on things. So. Right. Yeah. Well, I had an answer to my own thing. I just wanted to see what you guys oh, yeah. said. Oh, okay. But I've got my own answer. It was answer. a trap. <laughs> it was a trap, yes. No, I just kind of wanted to see what you guys had to say about the topic. Because I know this is definitely something a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, definitely feel like they get no's a lot mm -hmm. or just unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know I've had uh, friends come to me and, you know, say, hey, can you pray for me for this? I've been praying for this for a long time mm -hmm. and I'm not seeing anything come through with mm -hmm. it. And, like, I, I kind of, like, didn't know exactly what to say because I was like, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Are you doing something wrong? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. but, um, but my own answer to this would just be, like, you know, sometimes no answers are actually a blessing mm -hmm. in themselves. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because even though I feel like a lot of my, like, requests from God have not necessarily ever been answered, I feel like there's been a lot of good that God has done for me. True that if the request had been granted, maybe it wouldn't, wouldn't have been as much of a blessing or whatever, or would, would have made like not as great of a situation. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel like, at least from my own experience, that if God is not answering something, there's definitely a reason, mm -hmm. and it could be for a reason far greater than anything we even know. Yeah. 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 So that leads me to another question for you guys. What is your thoughts about praying for things that you don't know anything about? As far as what? Like as far as anything. Like 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 okay, so like let's like you don't know what to pray for, right? Mm -hmm. So you're just like, God, I don't know what to pray for, but mm -hmm. I'm just gonna pray for something. Like I don't know, like like is that a thing that uh, that you think <coughs> would be like a good thing to do in your prayer life? Is oh, to sure. pray for things that I mean, I think that if you 
don't have anything that comes to mind to pray for, then I think that God will give you things, you know, he'll show you things. Um, I've definitely, there have been times that I've prayed um, for him to, like, open my eyes to things that he uh, wants me to do or things that he sees, you know, um, that I don't see. Um, And whether that's, like, a way to look for something to be thankful for, um, someone to, uh, you know, pointedly, like, make, you know, like, try to form a relationship with, um, to maybe share the gospel at some point. Um, Yeah, I would say all of those things. Yeah, definitely. You know, believe it or not, this is something that um, I kind of got tripped up on a few years ago because um, my prayer life at the time was very, very conversational, and I don't Mm. think there's anything wrong with that. Um, But there would be times when I would just kind of be going about my business or driving down the road, and I would be talking to God like he was, you know, sitting next to me in the Mm -hmm. passenger seat. And um, I came across the scripture in Ecclesiastes where he says, God is on heaven, God is in heaven, and you are on earth, so let your words be few. Mm. And that got me for a second, and I thought, oh my goodness, you know, how, how often do I just, you know, blah, 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 <laughs> blah, and I, like I'm not even paying attention to what I'm saying or being intentional in my mm-hmm. prayer. And, um, you know, is that disrespectful? Is that? And so I started asking that question. Um, but when you look in the New Testament and you see, um, prayer and, and how it's used in the life of the church and you begin to understand the role of the Holy Spirit and how he intercedes on your behalf and he prays in ways that you couldn't even imagine to pray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he covers a lot of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for God's grace in that because, um, and especially since having kids, I've realized you were talking about being stuck on an island with somebody who talks incessantly. <laughs> My four-year-old daughter would be the perfect person to be stuck with on an island she does talk incessantly and and as a father I will sit there and she'll be telling me about man whatever she'll be telling me about all kinds of stuff whatever's going through her mind a dream that she had something she's totally making up and um, and I'll sit there and I'll just you know yeah and oh that's cool and whatever and sometimes I imagine that God does the same thing with us when we sit there we're praying we don't know what to pray about we're just talking about stuff and he's like oh that's really cool yeah (laughs) (laughs) so I think there's enough grace and enough patience Mm -hmm. in the father's heart for those kinds of things and I I don't worry too much about it like I used to well and I think it's very uh, scriptural to that he wants us to lay down anything at his feet you know mm-hmm. any kind of worries or cares I mean I think I think he is blessed whenever we do just talk to him just period I think he likes hearing from us and uh, I don't know I guess it just touches his heart when we are sharing our thoughts with him and mm-hmm. so I mean yeah I can I can kind of see how there's like needs to be like I guess a balance between a, like meaningful prayer and then just conversation mm. what 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 do you guys think that balance would need to look like mm. I don't know I don't know if it would be the same for each person um, or does there need to be a balance I don't, yeah um, I don't know because I think sometimes sometimes just like throughout my day um, it's not even that I'm intentionally like oh I'm praying right now but it's just like you know just you're kind of aware trying you know trying to be aware of right. uh, the Holy Spirit um, trying to be aware of, you know, um, is that a thought that's coming from my brain or is it something, you know, <laughs> um, just, and it's not like a formal thing. It's not like I'm saying, 
you know, constantly, whatever. But, um, but then also, I think you would want to have um, a specific time, you know, in your day, um, just to, and maybe that's the listening, you know, like maybe the, <laughs> maybe, and you can still like, you know, petition God at that point. But um, I would say maybe that's part of the balance is, is having time to just maybe be silent, you know, um, or listen a little bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think a balance is a good idea um, because we kind of come down to one of the primary purposes of prayer, which is to maintain a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're thinking about a relationship and even conversation within a relationship, I mean, for for our sake, because we're human, we need those lighthearted moments. I know I've we've had seasons, especially this year. Again, you know, Jessica and I have talked and and there have been times when she's looked at me and just been like things have been too heavy lately let's laugh about something (laughs) and we've had to have lighter conversations or simpler conversations and so for us um, I don't think God needs needs the tension cut I think he can handle it but sometimes we do Mm -hmm. and it's easier to have those lighter conversations or just times where you're in the same room together so to speak like you were saying just kind of being more aware of the Holy Spirit but I think in order to you know, keep up a, a deep relationship. You do continue to bring those heavier things when things get heavier. Um, so that's what I would say is, is kind of in the same vein that you would think about having a relationship with a person and, and maintaining that. I think it's it's very similar um, with our relationship with God. Yeah. That kind of goes into First uh, Thessalonians five seventeen literally just says pray without ceasing mm-hmm. um you know the context of that you know paul is talking about you know cr- christian conduct you know what all christians you know are kind of like requirements is that the word i'm looking for christian requirements mm. <laughs> or is it more just like kind of you mean like like because <laughs> other things in here are like rejoice always and everything oh, give yeah, thanks yeah. and instructions uh, for christian life yeah yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah instructions <coughs> yeah, yeah i like that that's yeah. a good word for it um so yeah like pray without ceasing uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of how you were talking about you know just kind of a constant awareness mm-hmm. of i'm glad you brought that up because that is something that i have um i kind of think about it you know every now and then when i am you know just talking constantly and i'm like <laughs> maybe i should maybe i should just <laughs> just listen you know for a few <laughs> minutes because um, I'm like but I want to I want to tell you know I want to tell God this you know like he doesn't know or he doesn't you know already have some like but uh um but yeah I, I think it's interesting to me because of things like that where it is like few words or like uh Jesus says you know pray in this way and it's mm. a very very not simple in in what it's saying but it's just simple words yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and then you get Verses that say pray without ceasing. So it's like, well, what is the, you know, like what's <laughs> yeah. the thing there? Mm-hmm. Um, and what is the appropriate way to pray? Um, I don't know that I've um, <laughs> landed anywhere on that um, just yet in my own life. But I don't know. Have y'all right. thought about that or have any conclusions, I guess? <laughs> Prayer for me has been really confusing, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so when I was younger, I used to say, like, the same prayer over and over again. And, like, that that would be, like, the, like this, the thing I would do, every, like, every night before bed, I would mm-hmm. pray the same thing. You know, at dinner, like, when I was about to eat or something, I would pray that same thing. Okay. And, like, I didn't really notice that I was doing it 
pers- like, I knew I was doing it, but I didn't know, like, I don't know. I just didn't think about it. I was like, I'm praying. And, like, yeah. And then as I got older, I was like, why am I praying the same thing over and over? Like, I'm sure God wants to hear me say something else every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. So then, like, I would transition to trying to, like, pray different things, but at the same time. So, like, I would still just pray before I went to bed, and then, like, when I would eat, and those would be the only times I ever I prayed. Guess, yeah. And then since those were the only times I was ever praying, I was starting to, like, run out of things to pray for. I was like, oh, I've already prayed for this at this time, and I've already prayed for this at this time. Like, what else am I supposed to be praying for? Yeah. And um, so, yeah, no, my prayer life has always been just kind of confusing for me because I'm just kind of, like, still, like, slowly just learning yeah. how to pray, I guess. Yeah. Well, and but I think you painted a beautiful picture of what growing in a relationship actually looks like. Um, it's, that, that was good, though. I mean, because starting off, you know, doing something, even if it just maybe from the outside looks like going through the motions, but you're doing something with childlike faith and then you're starting to analyze it and take it on as your own and say, oh man, how do I need to do this differently or how do I need to do this better in order to actually nurture this relationship, do something about it. And I know I keep bringing up that the, the relationship context, but that's really what changed it for me um, because it's, it's, it can be confusing if you read all the different passages and you know in one passage you're reading um, like Jesus is talking about prayer and he says, you know, when you pray, don't pray with vain repetition mm-hmm. like the heathen do. Mm-hmm. And you're going, oh my goodness, I've been repeating the same prayer for three years. <laughs> like, you know, you read that, but then you also read the passage that says pray without ceasing. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, so I can never stop praying and I also can't repeat myself. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but when you think about it in the context of building a relationship, communicating, then it starts to take some of the pressure off because you think, okay, so these... These are the guidelines that Scripture sets forth, but ultimately what we're doing here is talking. Mm-hmm. You know, I am, I am bringing him um, the, the concerns of my life. I, you know, when, when you guys were talking about, um, you know, just, just talking to God about what's going on in your life and bringing him some of the deeper things, and I love that Scripture that just says, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. Um, <clears throat> or another, another version says, cast all your anxieties on him. Mm-hmm because he cares for you and um, I love that you know we have that opportunity to do that in this relationship with God I love that he is the the perfect half of our relationship and so those those faults that we might worry about with other people oh man I bet they're getting worn out Mm -hmm. with this I keep bringing them the same thing I bet they're tired of listening to this God doesn't have those faults he doesn't have those character flaws and so um, we can bring the same stuff to him over and over and he listens consistently Mm -hmm. Did you have other things that you were wanting to kind of discuss about prayer and, or things like that? Or Yeah, so uh, I guess another thing that I feel like a lot of people do when praying is, you know, we, like, as Ryan just said, you know, we cast our cares mm-hmm. to him. And, and then we wonder why the cares are still there. And I think, uh, mm-hmm. I don't, was it Pastor Travis last Sunday that, that gave the analogy? It's like he, mm-hmm. you know, cast the... Uh, prayers de- or the cares down on the altar and then picks them right back mm-hmm. up again and, yeah. and it's like you know maybe that's why we feel like something doesn't get answered because it's like we we pray about it but we're not actually giving it to God because we'll pray about it and then we'll still worry about it like yeah. no other and uh, it's like is that I don't, I don't know if that's actually giving it giving it to God <laughs> or not you know and I think that's probably part of like my issue as well yeah. is that I know when I'm worried about something I'll definitely pray about it 
and then I will still just keep just worrying about it. it, and it's like it like stays in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say there's <clears throat> there's definitely some some reality to that, um, but something else to keep in mind too is, again, you know, with with our human nature, with us being um, human, and I, I'm not trying to make allowances for every fault that we have, but I do want to make the point that. Um, you know, if we took our time every single day to pray about a different fault that we have, it's not going to fix them all. You know what I mean? Like, right. like yeah. we're still, you know, if it did, if, if we could deal with each one systematically over the course of, you know, a 60-day program and then be flawless at the end, that'd be awesome. I would be in on that. But, um, but that's, that's part, of, part of the need for the relationship. Um, and, and I think why we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. You know, he teaches us to begin to deal with these things and to begin to see these things and pray about them. Um, but it is a journey. You know, it's a, it's a consistent walk. You know, you have to continually take the next step with Jesus all the time in your life, and that's part of growing. And so picking it back up, um, while obviously that's not something we would encourage, um, it's going to happen. We need mm -hmm. to know that it's going to happen. You know, don't get... Don't get tremendously down on yourself mm -hmm. thinking oh man you know I've been praying about this for a week and I'm still not over it now I'm still a gossip what's going on well you know <laughs> we, we continue to pray about these things we continue to work on these things yeah. you know we um, deal with the reality of our sinful nature and we also um, you know accept the grace that God gives us and keep moving forward so mm -hmm. so I've only got one more question that I could think of um, I don't know if you guys had any other questions or not but the last one that um, that I had is if if all of our prayers were answered 100% of the time, we always knew that they were going to be answered 100% of the time. What would the consequences be? Bad. <laughs> I would say I would say just if you're working, which well, I mean, if you're if you're seeking to pray things that are uh, in line with God's will, then you know maybe they would be, you know, but, <laughs> but just uh, not having the knowledge. I Sometimes I just, like, when my brain goes down a rabbit hole, I think about every single, like, God is outside of time and space, in control of every single thing in the whole universe. You know what I mean? Like, every single thing in the world, every person's problems, every person's life, you know, and, and the number of like variables and the way that he works and to bring, you know, to bring things about things that we will never understand and never even know, um, is like, just like, you know, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I think without that perspective, I don't know, it would just depend, I guess. Um, and the timing, you know, I think, uh, he brings things about at a certain time. So like if I was praying, you know, something that I started praying for, several years ago if it had happened right then you know it may uh wouldn't have changed i mean I, you know and uh, like with say with you saying that like the prayer changed you you yeah. know like the prayer yeah. journey uh, um things that i've had to come to peace with um and then saw answered you know like mm. almost almost as soon as that <laughs> as that happened you know um or not uh, and still and praying for but um but yeah i would say uh i think there's a I don't know if I'd want every single thing that I <laughs> pray for answered right, immediately. Right, yeah. Because I, I feel like there's some things that we just pray selfishly yeah, you know, without sure. really sure. thinking about it or actually like think like <laughs> thinking what, what's the Holy Spirit want. We're just mm -hmm. thinking what we want. Mm -hmm. So, 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah, I would say so. I, I think asking that question is kind of like asking, you know, what would be the consequences if we switched off gravity? Um, there are just too many things too to name. Like, there's no way we'd be able to conceive all the problems. If you've ever, which I'm not endorsing this movie. I don't think it's appropriate, probably. But if you've ever seen Bruce Almighty, I think oh, you know yeah. what happens if <laughs> if all of your prayers got answered. You just had all of. I have not seen that movie. That's good. You don't have to though. Okay. <laughs> it's not required. Yeah. That was years ago. I didn't do that research before. <laughs> it was before my prayer life really kicked into high gear. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do want to say too, just kind of, um, sort of as a, just one of the one of the notes that popped into my head when talking about prayer. Um, we've talked a little bit about some of the, some of the possible pressures you can feel when it comes to prayer. Some of the, um, you know, it, it could be so easy for at least people people like me. You know, with my kind of. Um, temperament or people who think the way that I do, it can be easy to feel so guilty if you don't follow whatever your um, whatever your threshold is. You know, you have a standard for yourself and you're like, oh man, mm. I wanted to pray three times today and I only prayed twice. Yeah. You know, I'm such a terrible Christian. <laughs> There's that pressure to do that sometimes. And, um, you know, I think ultimately when you, when you look through all of Scripture and you look at the nature of prayer and... Uh, you know, and what it's for. There, there are times for very fervent prayer, and there are times to just simply remain prayerful, like we talked about, staying in that attitude of prayer. Um, <clears throat> but ultimately, I think what we get out of that is that the purpose is to keep up that relationship. The purpose is to communicate, to bring your cares to God, to bring um, your praises to God, your, your thanksgiving, to bring all of those things to God, the things that He is due the praise that he is due, and then to stay and to listen and to allow him to speak to you. Um, and I think there's a, there's a reason that there's not a particular regiment for that laid out in Scripture. I think he gives us the freedom to interact with him in the way that he created us to. Some of us do talk incessantly, and so he'll probably hear from those people more. And then some of us don't talk quite as much um, and maybe do more listening, and maybe he'll Maybe he'll speak a little bit more in ways that they can hear. But, um, but either way, I think, I think it's kind of important just to note that it's, it shouldn't be something where there's just this excessive amount of pressure. You know, the, the, one, um, the one being who cares about you more than any other in existence is the one that you're talking to. And so you can kind of rely on, you know, the fact that he's, he's going to show you a little bit of grace. He just wants to hear from you. He wants to, mm -hmm. to speak to you. Um, and he wants that relationship. Isn't that wild? Mm -hmm. The creator of the entire yeah. universe. I mean, think of how complex the universe is and how massive it is. How small. Like, have you seen those videos where it's like zooms out on like yeah. people and they? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, the, oh my gosh! Like our sun. Like you can fit like so many of our Earths into the sun. You can fit so many of our suns into other suns <laughs> or stars, whatever. <laughs> And it's like that God is the God that really wants to hear what we have to say. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's yeah. that blows my mind every time I think about it. Yeah. And oh, I don't yeah. know why I don't think about it more often, but I should because it blows my mind every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'd say maybe we could um, kind of mention uh, what uh, prayer would look like. Maybe like um, we we kind of touched on it a little bit, like whether it's you know setting aside a time or things, you know, things like that. But maybe if y'all, um, if you want to share 
you know, how how do you pray? Like, do you do you set aside a time? How you know how much time? Um, does that even you know matter? You know, like it's not the same for each person. Um, I would think, but maybe kind of go in that direction. So. I still, like, when I was little, I still pray every night mm -hmm. before I go to bed because mm -hmm. uh, I feel like that's really when a lot of things I've learned throughout the day, like, just come to my brain. That's when my brain's the most active is right before I go to bed. I don't know why. It just is. <laughs> and that's why it takes me 10 years to go to sleep. But um, <laughs> What better way to spend your time? Than yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> so that that's when I usually uh, do my praying. I try to just remember what happened through the day. Mm -hmm. I try to remember, like, did this person ask me to pray for something? That's when I pray for it then. Oh, yeah. um, and honestly, I, that's about the only time I consistently pray. Uh, other times that I pray throughout the day are just when I feel led to. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is kind of morbid, I think. But, but, like, if I'm, like, driving by and I see, like, a car wreck on the side of the road or something, like, at that moment, I'm just praying, like, oh, yeah. like, be with those people if they're not saved. Please send someone to them, like, right now because they could be dying or whatever. And it's like that, like, so I guess I just kind of, like, I'm always, like, looking for things throughout my day that I can just, like, pray for. And But usually those prayers only last, like, a minute or so. But, but that's, I mean, I don't think that's bad, though. I don't think that's that's a bad thing. But no, that's, yeah. that's how my prayer life looks at the moment. Yeah. Well, and I will say... I, I think that's that's totally okay. Mm -hmm. uh, for for me in my life, I'm one of these people that aspires to be more structured and just never does it. Um, <laughs> so my my prayer life is um, active and sporadic. Is yes. what I would say. It's active and sporadic. So. Um, I, I stay in conversation with God on a daily basis, but I could never give anybody a time for when I sit down and I, I have prayer time. I would say oftentimes it's in in my in-between moments, my, my segues that are built into the day between interacting with people um, are my prayer time. So often it's if I'm driving in the car or the kids are asleep or, you know, something's going on where I have a moment where there's there's peace all around me. I think it typically drives me into conversation with God, and that's kind of when we catch up on, on what's been happening since we last talked. But, um, but I do, I do want to say that, too, just about um, what you mentioned, you know, praying before you go to bed and things. There's, there has been a lot of, um, that I've noticed here and there, a lot of prayer shaming, just in, like in the way that people do it or yeah. the times that they pick. I've, I've heard people say, you know, oh, man, you, you can't, you know, pray when you're laying there in bed and you're you're half asleep and there's no way to effectively pray mm -hmm. um, at that time I think when we see pray without ceasing it, it kind of tells us that there's really not a time to not pray um, so I would never uh, I would never begin to shame somebody for the time that they chose to spend with God I think any time is appropriate um, I understand where people are coming from logistically when they say mm -hmm. that you know you need to you need to pick a a time in the middle of the day or, or first thing in the morning. I understand where they're coming from, but I, I also understand that everybody's different and their context is different. So I would say um, definitely put communication where you can. And there's something to be said for picking the best time of day um, that you have, you know, when your mind is sharpest and, and when you're, um, you know, in a good place to be praying effectively. I think there's something to be said for that. Um, but for some people, it's it's hard to have those moments. You have to make them. 
you know, you really have to um, look at your day and say, where am I going to spend time with God? Mm-hmm. Where am I going to communicate with Him today? Because my day is packed. I think that's unfortunately a reality for a lot of us today. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, uh, is there anything else about prayer that mm-hmm. you guys kind of wanted to discuss? I feel like we've had a pretty, pretty good discussion yeah. on prayer so far. Um, Oh, go ahead. No, go. I, I was going to say briefly. <laughs> yeah, so sure. this this just crossed my mind. I've I've had this conversation with um, a few people just this past year, but I've had people ask me, you know, for a um, a launch pad. You know, I my my prayer life really isn't active. It's not. I'm not doing anything. And you know, sometimes I'll I'll go ahead and say that initial prayer, and I'll feel really good, like it's going to you know get kick started, and then I don't pray again for two weeks, mm-hmm. and. Um, I would say at least something that helped me whenever I first started trying to get a little more consistent is I did have to put somewhat of a structure in place um, just so that I knew that I was actually doing it. Um, but I didn't set my goals tremendously high. I think that's one of the issues that um, a lot of us make whenever, or one of the mistakes that a lot of us make. Um, whenever we start getting a guilty conscience about being more spiritual, we start thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to set up some simple goals and read one book out of the Bible each day <laughs> and um, pray for three hours, and, and we're going to do this every day this yeah. week, and, and it's going to be great. And, and it's really, really hard to meet that. And so um, whenever we're setting those kinds of goals, I think it's perfectly appropriate to set spiritual goals. I think that's fine um, and actually a good thing. But when we set those goals, we need to make sure that they are measurable, so we know if we're meeting them, we need to make sure they're attainable. They're not, you know, three hours of prayer right off the bat, but maybe something a little easier, and then that they're positive. They're not, you know, goals that say, I, I need to just stop being lazy, mm. but they're goals that say, I'm going to be proactive by doing blank, whatever that is. And so with mm-hmm. prayer, um, if your goal is to start praying every single day, you've always wanted to do that, you really want to do that, you just don't know how to start don't set the bar too high. I think that's one of the biggest issues that we have. Um, but just start off and say, I'm, I'm going to pray for, you know, one minute mm-hmm. before I go to bed every day. But I'm going to set my alarm. I'm going to set a timer. I'm going to pray, you know, for one minute. And we're just going to start here. And kind of like, kind of like you were talking about earlier, your journey of growing and learning to pray. And I think, I think at that point, you know, as the relationship is actually being nurtured a little bit you know the, the seed is actually being watered a little bit then it starts to grow from there mm-hmm. and then you don't need that structure quite so much anymore mm-hmm. you can kind of throw the stopwatch away after a while but I think it's a good place to start just you know set a bar make sure it's measurable attainable and positive and uh, I think that's a good place to start sometimes right it's just important that you are doing it yeah. because right. it is a spiritual discipline <coughs> which mm-hmm. means you have to be disciplined <laughs> to do it so yeah yeah, um, and if you, I mean, we've kind of touched on a little bit, but if you take the focus off of, like, um, it definitely is not um, something that you have to have the right words to say. Um, it's not performative. Um, it is literally a conversation with God um, and, and giving him space to speak to you and to change you. Um, and so I think even though that is... Um, a bigger deal I think maybe <laughs> in some ways um, it's not going to be as, as much pressure or not as you know scary maybe yeah. mm-hmm. um, and then I thought I would just uh, maybe because we've been doing kind of practical tips you know mm-hmm. kind of stuff um, I would say if, if praying 
regularly is not something that you do. Um, sometimes I, if I do sit there and think like, my brain's going 100 places, um, I can't focus or like <laughs> form sentences <laughs> in my brain, um, I would just write it down, you know, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, like make, a prayer journal. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just start, you know, you can make a list of things that are on your mind, you know, worries, things that you want to um, pray about. Um, write out, you know, even just writing out what you might say. And sometimes that makes it easier just to kind of give you a focus, like, a, you know. Um, so, yeah, so that would be one way. Um, probably if you are um, hoping to hear from God, I would say um, it's going to be a lot harder to do that if you're around a lot of people um, where it's noisy, you know, things like that. And so if there is, like, a big decision or um, something that you're – um, that you're really seeking an answer for um, to, you know, to try to hear, maybe set some time aside to be alone um, as quiet as possible, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, and yeah, and you can always, um, always ask other people to pray with you, pray for you. Um, and uh, there have been times that I've, you know, stuck I'll, like, write something, stick it somewhere, you know, <laughs> to help me remember, to pray for yeah. it, mm -hmm. um, just things like that, I would say. That's good. And and uh, not to get too distracted by semantics, too. Mm -hmm. I think, um, you know, especially in a group setting, I think we see this a lot, but um, people are worried about whether they're going to be eloquent or not. <laughs> and honestly, if it's, if it's about a conversation with God, don't worry about mm -hmm. it. You know, mm -hmm. he's the one who invented language. He understands. <laughs> He invented yeah. more than that. You know, he created your your mind. So yeah. um, I love that he knows everything that we have to say before we even say it, mm -hmm. all of our thoughts before we think it. And so that, again, take the pressure off. Yeah. Don't worry about that. It, you know, it's it's not that if you if you don't pray in King James, he won't understand. <laughs> we don't have to do that. Um, but, uh, yeah. That might be a future episode at some point, actually, is the different versions of the Bible. I think we had planned on possibly mm -hmm. doing that at some point. Uh, let us know, viewers, if you would like oh, for yeah, us to yeah. do a podcast over that sometimes. <laughs> I know that that was a topic that we had uh, thought about doing at some point. Yeah. So We yeah. kind of hit on it during Bible study mm -hmm. um, episode, but yeah, we could. I would think... I think there's a lot more to dive into. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I would like to hear an entire episode in Old English. In Old English? Yeah. I'd, I'd like week. to hear you guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just stay tuned. <laughs> I'm excited. Melissa, art thou well? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we may need a script for that if we're going <laughs> to. Maybe. I don't, I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it off the, either. <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, I think that um, that might wrap us up. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Thanks for talking with us today. You're actually yeah. going to be with us for the what? next episode, which is going to... Oh, I'm so excited. We're, we'll be recording in about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so to close out, we usually um, we will just ask what uh, what's good. What's good lately? What are you loving? What makes you happy? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> oh, so much good. So much good lately. Um, we'll save one for the next episode too. Yeah, okay. Let, let me think of just one thing. Um, uh, so you know, of course, the the pandemic circumstances have been challenging for everybody, um, but even now, even still, it's it's helping create more family time mm -hmm. for us. And so I, I know every bit of us, uh, all of all of us in my family, we've all enjoyed that. So um, 
that's good. Yeah. That's been good. Yeah, that's really good. Family time's always great. Yeah. Yeah, almost always. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I got one for you. Oh, okay, okay. This week right. I got a good one. My dentist appointment got canceled. <laughs> I'm so happy. I can't tell you how happy I am. They called me, left me a voicemail. I was like, I'm sorry, but we have to reschedule your appointment. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> because it is a well documented fact. Oh, you, you hate viewers. You viewers thought I wasn't going to bring it up this episode. I did. It was my good thing this week. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy. I'm, I guess I'm happy for you. The bad Maybe news is it got rescheduled for this coming <laughs> Tuesday. Okay. But, uh, so something to not look for. But I, I would have already been at the dentist. And now I, but now I haven't. Now you get to put it off. I get to put it off. Congratulations. Until Tuesday. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's good, I guess. Uh, what, what about you? Yes. Um, well, we um, have started back with Sunday school here at church. Yes. Um, and so this is my uh, quarter due first and second grade. Um, and they are just, just the best. They are, <laughs> they are so fun. Um, and just, well, not to get too, too deep, but to talk about, you know, prayer, um, it's really, it's amazing the things that they think to pray for, you know, oh, yeah. um, when we ask for prayer requests, um, they've prayed for, you know, salvation for other, like their friends, mm. family members in the class, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> it's very humbling <laughs> for one thing, you know, um, and, uh, but anything from that to, you know, a runaway cat, um, you know, just yeah. everything that, um, there's no, uh, there's no hesitation from them, you know, to bring things to God. And so it's really, it's really, um, you know, it's a joy <laughs> to see. That. So, yeah. That's great. I, yeah. My daughter, um, when I was sick a few weeks ago, I was telling her I wasn't feeling good. And she goes, well, we need to pray about that. And she oh, just jumped oh, right gosh. in. It was so, so sweet. Yes. I, I love listening to the, the little people pray. Mm -hmm. It's cute. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for yeah. joining us for this episode on prayer. Uh, next week, we will be talking about fasting, and Ryan will be back with us. Yep. So it will be fun times. Yeah. Uh, we kind of wanted to make it kind of like a two-parter just because uh, prayer and fasting kind of go hand-in-hand hand with each other. Um, I like to think of fasting as intense prayer. Mm, okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we'll get into yeah, it more about that next, next episode. <laughs> um, thanks for listening. If you have any um questions or comments um, or uh, concerns about the would you rather um, just let us know <laughs> uh, email us to leave us a comment um, and we will uh, be back next time all right bye, bye. everybody bye.